Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Rebecca King-Ferraro. And I'm Michael Sean Breeden. And you're listening to Conversations on Dance. Hi, Mikey. Hi, Rebecca. It's early here on the East Coast. It is early for you. But not where you are. (laughs) Yes, I'm in Copenhagen. It is two um, something in the afternoon. Oh. Or is it is it four, 14, 15? <laughs> oh, military. no, get... <laughs> not that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I have. Um, yeah, so I'm working on a ballet, ballet, mm-hmm. or for Justin Peck. Mm-hmm. Um, You're setting the ballet, I, right? I'm setting the ballet here. Um, but my um, the person assisting me with the ballet, Stacey Cadell, who's a ballet mistress in the company, and we just, I love whenever anything like that comes up because she's American right. and she just looks at me, she just smiles and she just shakes her head. She's like, oh, I'll never know. Like <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the other day, the other day, what were we talking about? Um, Celsius. And oh no, that's like, really hard. What's the math on that? And she just smiled and shook her head and was like, no. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, okay, yeah, there's <laughs> that's the answer. Yeah. I took my car in yesterday and when I got it back, it had the 24 hours and I was like panicked. I was like, what no. time? Well, it was like for five minutes and I couldn't process I it. already I already can't read the schedule here and oh. um you know, throw that in and I'm like, <laughs> I just basically like camp out at the theater and then have Stacy like cart me around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. I want to hear all about how it's going. So you've been there, what is it, like three weeks already? Is that right? In the middle middle of the third week. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, okay. the dancers are so wonderful, incredible. Yeah. I, I love them. Um, it's a really, it's a very international company, actually. Um, I think it used to be more predominantly Danish dancers, mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of different backgrounds, and it's been, you know, just a total thrill to get them to dive into Justin's choreography and um, absorb a new style. I also got to teach last Friday, and it was funny because I had like two or three men. It was a men's class, but then I um, asked Holly Dorger, who's a principal here in the company, and our friend Carling Telcat, 
Talcott, who's been in the company for a long time, but danced with us in Miami City Ballet. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, why don't you guys come take my class? You know, just to make me feel comfortable. Right. And it's just so funny because what what you are trained in is just like so second nature. And the men, several men I was saying came up to me afterwards and were like, oh my gosh, that was so hard. And I was like, it w- we didn't feel like a hard class to me. Sure. And I was like, then looking at Carling and uh, Holly, I don't think they were sweating, you know, it was just like, right. this is normal. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> That's it's, so it, funny. it's second nature to them. But, you know, when you, you're doing something different, it can be very challenging. I didn't think it was particularly hard, but um, yeah, I loved, I love teaching and uh, everyone's just so game. And it, that's also a great outlet for me um, teaching because I don't get to see everyone, you know, it's still a pretty small ballet. It's sure. um, cast of nine and then we have two casts and then mm-hmm. reserves as they call them. Understudies. Oh. Um, I don't know. Is that better and- or worse? <laughs> reserves. <laughs> <laughs> You're on reserve. Um, but it is, um, it's been really interesting, different process, um, because they have so many things that are happening. So for instance, they're doing this full length ballet Blixen based on the life of Karen Blixen, um, oh. who people know from out of Africa. She wrote that. And then, you know, obviously it was an Academy Award winning film with Meryl Streep. Um, so mm-hmm. it's a three hour narrative ballet here. Um, wow. and so that gets performed on occasion at night. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's the European opera house schedule. So it's very random. Like Blixen, for instance, I think it's, a, it's going tonight. Tonight's the third, today's a Thursday. Mm-hmm. But then the first day, the first time I saw it, the first week I was here, I think it went Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, matinee at noon. And then the following week it went on only on a Friday. And then when Ballet premieres, it's going to premiere on a Sunday matinee, but it's because you're sharing with the opera. So it's oh. very, I don't know how all those piece, moving pieces come together, but sure. it's not like a typical, you know, what most, I think every American company does, you know, you either do the weekends or yeah. Or like yeah. the ballet or ABT might have those longer weeks, mm-hmm. but yeah. So do they um, perform so every very, single night or no, because of the, opera? no, yeah, no, because of the opera. So it's like, it's totally random. Wow. And I don't, I don't know the, the method behind the madness, but sure. it's, it's interesting. So like the dancer schedules are very random as well. Mm-hmm. So they, they have this ballet that they're doing. And right. again, it's a, it's a long, it's the, you know, say they do 12 shows, but because of the way they're doing them, it happens over a long period of time. But once you start doing a ballet, you'd never rehearse it again. <gasps> never, yeah. ever? never, ever, never, ever, never, so, <laughs> ever. So do both just, casts get a staged rehearsal though? There are three casts. The oh yeah. So this is what I'm learning because next week is the, are the stage rehearsals for ballet okay. and the other ballets. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, okay, it's good. We can focus on, you know, the first group has to do the premiere on Sunday. And then the next show is the Saturday. So they have the whole week in the between. Time, right, okay. And I was like, okay, so then that means like second group, they get, you know, an extra week leading up. And Stacey was like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> That's it. So next week I have to get it all in. Like they have to be ready. Like, can you imagine? I just. <gasps> so you have like your stage rehearsal, you're ready to premiere something. And then a whole week later is when it actually occurs. Yep. Yeah. And then, wow. and then the ballet goes periodically through the month of November, but you just don't get to touch it again. And even worse, no, not worse, just different. It's just so different. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so right now they're, they're reading this triple bill. Uh-huh. 
um, the Bella Edison. And then two weeks later, I think John Neumeier's uh, Midsummer goes. So they're learning that ballet as well. So they have these two things that they're juggling, plus a totally different ballet that they perform some nights that right. they don't rehearse at all. Wow. And yeah. it's a totally different like style as well, but they're so got to yeah. be so used to the different styles, right? They are just, yeah, playing. yeah. That's, that's really the, the feel I got. I mean, I, not that I, I haven't worked in Europe before and, mm-hmm. but just j- judging from my experience seeing various European countries while visiting here and then also on tours, mm-hmm. I think that this company is among the most versatile. Like it just, mm-hmm. it does seem very natural for them. And yeah. So what do you hear from the dancers? Are they like so used to that schedule that it doesn't bother them? Like, for example, like a Carleen Talcott who has had, you know, a different, like in Miami city Valley schedule that we're used mm-hmm. to, what does she think of that they're, schedule? They're used to it. Yeah. I think they're just used to it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, they're all very professional, very quick. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it doesn't seem they, uh, but then they're still dancers are still human beings. And I I'm looking at it like, like, okay, I feel like they're in a good place. And then, but to them, like, so for instance, my, my, my teaching process, I taught the ballet technically very quickly, right? Like in terms of number of hours, but because their attentions are so divided between all these other ballets, they, I'm only the first two weeks, I only got like three hours a day max. Mm -hmm. Let's see. And then one day was that the day I said they had a a noon matinee of Blixen and Mm -hmm. I had not any real hours. So I taught the ballet over the course of like six or seven actual rehearsal days, but you're teaching it and then leaving the rest for dead. So, sure. so like the first week, the bot, the ballet's constructed of um, you know, every uh, every one of the four main couples has a potida, and then there's some um, some larger ensemble stuff. Mm-hmm. So everyone learns their potida the first week, to, and we didn't get to touch it at all the second week. So they finish the ballet, you know, but then it's not rehearsed at all. Wow, you know, it's just like I hope it's in there when I see you on the third week, and you know, right. So this week was putting it back together. But it's just so crazy how many pieces there are. There's a woman who I'm pretty sure that I think it's like a def- certainly the bulk of her job, but I think mm-hmm. it could be maybe even her whole job is just scheduling. I was thinking when you were talking about this, I'm like, wow, how do they go through the schedule? Not only in the theater, but then make sure everybody gets time. So how does yeah. how does that work? Do you go and talk with her and tell her what you need? How does that work? Yeah. Yeah. And that's just like a whole... It's so much more complicated than every anything I've ever done before. But it's mm-hmm. kind of fun. It's interesting. It's like, how are we going to make this work? Something like or work and ha- uh, you know, who's available at any given point? I'll take any warm body. Right. You know, <laughs> it's like um, a group of guys are doing are doing the central male soloist in Justin's ballet, but mm-hmm. they're also doing Puck in Midsummer. So it's like. I, anytime that they're not there, I can program, you know, rehearsals opposite that, you know? Mm-hmm. So because they're in the same part and they're in, you know, it's, it's easier for me to take that piece of the puzzle. Sure. So it's like, they, they've been getting a lot of rehearsal, which is great. But then sometimes I have people that are paired together that are in different casts of say the lovers in Midsummer, right. And then it becomes like an impossibility to get them. Oh but gosh. yeah, it's really all over the place. But yesterday, so yesterday and today were the first days that we did like 
sequencing, we put the whole ballet together. Okay. And last night we had music too. Nice. So it's a quintet, mm-hmm. string quintet. And they just sounded so beautiful. Oh, you had them live in the studio with you. Yeah, yeah. They were oh, in wonderful. the studio. And um, they're going to be on stage for this, which has never, it's never been done like that before. Oh, how does that yes. work? Um, is that something that they like requested of Justin? And, yeah. You know, and how did he approve that? How does that work? Yeah. I mean, that was exactly just as you said. It's like, I, I don't know. It was Nikolai who was the idea that the artistic director mm-hmm. who was also you know, principal dancer at New York City Ballet. And then he taught at SAB and Justin and I both worked with him there. Mm-hmm. So I've known Nikolai for, um, you know, 20 years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he suggested it. And it, I think it had to do not just with like, oh, it looks nice to have him up. There was some sure. logistical reason. Cool. And then Justin had to approve it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are new designs for the costumes, which are gorgeous. Again, today was the first day I got to see they put one of the girls put them on and um, there's some skirt choreo, you know, so mm-hmm. it's important that they wear well and like they, that they move. Like there's one part where the girls with the women, they take their hair down and they run out with their skirts in hand mm. and then they let go. And then it was just like today, this, this dancer, Isabella, she was like in the prototype. Mm-hmm. And then when she lets go, it just like cascaded down her body, you know, because yeah. it's, it's can be dicey if you have the wrong material and it just like <laughs> falls right. flat. <laughs> You know, it's not going to be the effect we want. Yeah. 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 But the dance, yeah, the dancers are, it's very natural for them. They're, they're beautiful. I. Wait, back to the costumes. Did you send Justin pictures and videos or is it just. I haven't sent him videos. I mean, he's seen the photos of like, they've been working on them for ages. He had approved approved the designs and everything. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And luckily Justin will be here in a week. Oh, really? Oh, that's so great. Yeah, he's coming. So he'll get to work with them. Um, And again, it's like, I got to go in (laughs) right after this and talk to um, this Camilla who does the scheduling Mm -hmm. because we got to get him as much time as possible. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you can get ahead of the other repetitors, (laughs) (laughs) it is kind of like that though. I kind of had a feeling I didn't, I like, I didn't even know, but I, I sent a week's worth of rehearsals before I showed up and a week in advance. Right. So I was like, I just want to get out in front and mm-hmm. get the things I need. So, um, do you like bribe her, or bring her some cookies or something? Yeah, no, no, I just, I just, <laughs> I'm just know, kidding. It's, she has a very hard job. So, oh yeah. I just try to try to work with her wherever I can. And it's like, sure. I'll just be like, well, well, let's just deduce who is available and I will work with that. Wow. Or, you know, you know, and, and then just being nice. And then, and then if I have to put my foot down over something, it'll really mean something. Then I'll be like, oh, there you go. Crap. We like, really need he to. Must really, if, he's being, if he's being mean, then, <laughs> <laughs> then it must really be bad. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, when we last talked about um, you doing some of your repetitor work, we got um, a question that um, from one of our listeners wanted to hear a little more in depth what your process is like. And I know we kind of just already talked about the hours that you take, but what was some of the um, preparation that you did? This is the first time you've set this ballet, right? Mm-hmm. So what yeah. was, and you haven't danced it before. So that creates some unique challenges. So tell us a little bit about what you were doing to prep and then kind of how you even just like talk to Camilla and we're like, this is what I need at the beginning. How did you kind of mm-hmm. start there? Right. Well, I, yeah, it was pretty 
much the same process I always do. Well, I like to just watch the video a ton naturally, mm -hmm. but like as a warm up, I just start to visually become very aware of what everything is, the lay of the land without putting the steps into my body yet. Okay. Then um, I obviously confer with Justin. I had a, a meeting with him where we just did like director's commentary over the whole thing. Um, and we recorded it in a voice memo so that I could use that, you know, mentally it back. later. And <clears throat> I worked with Craig Hall, who's uh, the repertory director at City Ballet for most of Justin's stuff and asked him what a good setup for the, the scheduling is or like about oh, okay. how long things take. Um, and then, then I had to get, and Craig helps me with this usually too. If it's a ballet, I haven't danced or don't know. Um, just a lay laying out what the counts are. So just, I, I usually type up a whole sheet and then okay. do <clears throat> write all the counts out like um, eight, 12, seven, blah, blah, blah. Right. Through the whole and ballet. You go through that with Craig and to make sure that. Right. And right. then on that sheet, I'll write like little cues, mm -hmm. um, you know, like, or I'll write above, I'll be like Ashley and Adrian's paw. And then I'll like, let's say it starts with four eights, but then the mm -hmm. second eight, there's a crash on two. And mm -hmm. I write that crash on two. So this gotcha. is like, um, like a sheet that isn't super long, but gives you some markers and like that's something else I'll, sh I'll share with stacy and that someone a dancer could look at that and mm -hmm. be helped by that but then i write all the counts out like every single count of the ballet so let's say it, it's four eights i don't just write eight 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 i write one two three four five six seven eight blah 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 and then i write everything out to help commit it to memory mm -hmm. like i'll write so, it's, if i write the first eight and there's a saute on two I write so you know the whole mm -hmm. thing all the way down, and that's right. just to help me commit those counts to memory. And all the while, I'm also learning the steps physically by mimicking the video. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the whole that's really the whole process. And right. then you can just so like once the counts make sense from my long long form write out, mm -hmm. then I kind of put that away and just look at the the larger cheat sheet and then i'm just like dancing in my living room um <laughs> forever until the lead up because it's just like you never know right you can always do it's what the thing like you can always do more mm -hmm. like i feel like i'm ready but it's like well i guess i could just do another run of this you know How you never you know. know you're ready yeah exactly yeah. um first our listeners who are not dancers i one of the biggest challenges of learning something off a of video is when you're looking at it you have to reverse it in your mind or you have mm -hmm. to stand like with your back to the video to do the rights and the lefts correctly. So is that something, I mean, as dancers, of course, we get very used to that, but also we learn from repetitors too. Like we learn from people like you who are still physically showing us. So is that something that you've just gotten used to with time? Yeah. I think the bigger challenge is just um, learning both parts of Apatida and sure. it yeah. can be really tempting to just focus on what the woman is doing. And certainly it makes it more obvious, like the man's partnering usually just follows suit, but you don't always know. Sure. Like, and, and so I have to force myself to make sure like I do enough viewings of just looking at the man to s determine what their grips are and mm -hmm. all that sort of thing. Sure. But then it's the most, it's also the most challenging thing 
to stage because I'm just like, okay, let me show four counts. Like that's all you can do really before Mm -hmm. it gets confusing for everyone. Like, let me show, and now I'm the woman for four counts. And then did that make sense? Sylvia, can you try to do those? And now I'm going to try to be the man and show what he does with you since I taught you the four counts, you know? Right. Rather than like, okay, here's the finale step of Symphony in C and we all do it. Everybody does the same thing. Right. Yeah. And, or even like, even like a balancing ballet, it's simpler where it's just like, you know, in Symphony in C second movement, you're just doing a slow supported uh, jeté lift and then you go to your points on fourth and then the man right. just hold it you know but like Justin's stuff is a lot uh, can be a lot more complex and mm-hmm. requires um, espe- yeah, some parts of this ballet where I had to like slow motion go through like just putting that video in slow motion over and over to try to figure out how our grips change yeah do you have any idea how many hours you spent leading up to it did you count I didn't, but I oh. thought about that this time. I was like, oh, wow, I should have counted. I wonder. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Like probably at least 50. Oh, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think more. That's only, I think it has to be at least like two weeks of like, I, this is my full-time job. Of course, right. I never like got to have that, but I, you know. Like if you, if you compounded it, it would have been like, yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting to do next. And then I guess that would help you also plan in the future. Like, how long does it take me? But I guess every ballet is different, though, too, every right? Different, different length, yeah. lengths. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I wonder, too, um, you were talking about, like, when you first got there, you had three hours a day um, of rehearsal. What what have some of your other stagings look like in terms of timing? Because I think that can be really important to see, like, the difference between mm-hmm. what you're doing now versus what you've done in the past. Right. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I mean, I, I went, I was just in Atlanta and that was much more like the schedule that you and I were used to, um, when we were dancers at Miami city ballet, where, you know, you have, we're rehearsing and it's leading up to a performance and you have six hour rehearsal days, no shows to worry about. And the focus is on usually just that ballet or the other ballets that are on the program, Mm -hmm. but not too far into the future. Um, so, you know, in Atlanta, I was getting um to start i had five hours a day or or maybe even six but like what you know what we're used to so then full immersion right answers yeah and so i i taught increases in like three and a half days but you can also it wasn't like we had to leave material behind like over the course of those three and a half days you're still like we're still connecting the dots and we're still um making sure that it's all there. Whereas mm-hmm. like this, because I, there's just the dancers are needed across all these different rehearsals and performances. Mm-hmm. I ha- it's really like, this is the hour to teach this thing and you have to get it done now. 
mm-hmm. and then the next hour has to be this next thing. Otherwise, right. yeah, it, it would have just been, it won't happen. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was it a little I scary? Was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and yeah. then the second week, again, because of their um, schedules, I had to teach two, I had to teach the two casts in separate rehearsals. I had to teach everything twice. Wow. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> you kind of feel bad for the first. <laughs> I think it was the first cast that I was ended up being teaching those things first, but then, Uh you know, you get to the second cast and you're so much more efficient because you've just done it and you're like, Oh wait, I know. Sure. Well, how to teach this now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. First time you're like, "Eh, I mean, (laughs) I hope that's okay. Yeah. Well, it's good for the future too. If you set the ballet again, you're like, I know you've already, I love this ballet. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's really so good. And I, I hope others do it. Was this one the one of the fashion galas? Because we were just that yeah. just happened recently, mm-hmm. and we were talking about some of his. And Pulcinella came from that too, right? Yeah, Justin. I think. I mean, the fashion galas are controversial. Um, <laughs> this is the New York City Ballet fashion galas. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, because they're usually uh, bad. I'll use that word. <laughs> it's, I mean, they're and I mean, it's not that the core. I don't know. I, they bring in a lot of money, and. Um, you know, interesting that's collaboration. Great. It's important, sure. but, and you know, they, yeah, it can obviously, like I, like we just said, sometimes it yields some good results, but I think it can be difficult for fashion designers that don't work in our industry. And a lot of yeah. the times the costumes are just like obtrusive. So it reminds me of like, you know, the original four T's costumes and bound chain being like, I can't see Mary Ellen. I can't see the steps. Wait, um, remind me what they were. Cause now of course they're just a black leotard and pink tights. Yeah. They're just these totally cuckoo Martin Seligman costumes that are like, I mean, I can't even really describe them, but just like, I have to find a picture. Yeah. Yeah. You'll find yeah. it. And you'll be like, what? <laughs> um, they just don't make any sense. I'm not sure um, I've seen that before. That's interesting. But the costumes for Bella, the, the original costumes are gorgeous. Totally mm-hmm. stunning. Um, and I, I, I don't think, I hope I'm not making this up, but I heard that they use some sort of lace that's no longer, um, you can no longer replicate. So technically the costumes are, they're one, one of, of a kind. kind. They'll wow. never, so they'd have to redesign them and do, or do something else. Um, now, why did they redo them for, for, um, for you guys this time? Was it, or do they not, um, you know, rent they would, those out or I don't think just, they want to rent them out because they're, they're fragile. They're so special. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. And, and also it just was a nice thing. It's a Danish costume designer who's great. Yeah, she, so and so cool. it just makes sense to have like a right. local designer and, um, mm. and yeah. And then Justin also had that. I love the designs for Pulcinella. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think he always, he always fares well at the, yeah. At the, yeah, the Pulcinella ones are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, can't every everyone can't be a hit, but Justin seems to get the good ones. There you go. <laughs> is this um the first time they've done a Justin Ballet? Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Which is also, I think, uh, Nikolai was smart to program something that's like very romantic, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it makes sense. Like it works with their artistic sensibilities, but is still you know clearly a Justin Ballet. Um, you know, it's a push for them, but also still there's some crossover with their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you were there, when was it that you were there to take a look at Jules to help cast? I was the... in, in May. I was in May and you were there for a week and you were watching. Mm-hmm. We talked about it on the pod for those yeah. of you who heard that. Um, 
And so, you know, doing that balancing, you know, ballet was a great time for you to be there to oh, yeah. check them out and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of help cast, huh? Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. that's one thing that's been, I mean, I've, I've loved everything here. I mean, it, for all the challenges, it's still, it's almost kind of, it's kind of fun to be like, we're, we're putting out fires. What's the next thing? Right. To, yeah. You know, good experience. But, right? Yeah. But then yeah. the one thing that was like a real luxury is just having that moment to get to know everyone as dancers so that when you get into it, you already know that it's the right fit and you don't have to like reassess or like panic and, you know, okay, I've been here for five minutes and I have to know everybody and hope fingers crossed that I I did the right things. I was just thinking of, um, when repetitors would come to Miami city Valley, and this is a more common experience, at least in the States, right? I think like in Europe, maybe they are able to do kind of what you did by having more casting time. But when a repetitor would come to Miami city Valley, they would come the day that they started often and come into class and they would have a program in front of them. And there yeah. was a period of time where we had these insane headshots. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why, but they were just so weird. And like the way they did our they hair made- and makeup and that was what they were using to try these. I felt so bad for them trying to identify us. Yeah. And like, I mean, a, a ballet master would sit with them and, you know, go through who the people were. But it was just so like, it must be so challenging to try to like yeah. in one class be like, oh, here's my cast. And of course, yeah. they confer with the artistic director, et cetera. But still, mm. it's like, it must not be. Yeah. It must be so hard. <laughs> it's really nice to be able to see people perform. That's a yeah. big, makes a big difference. And then, you know, you also don't have to do the, the dreaded um, audition, which obviously oh, we hated as worst. dancers. <laughs> and I mean, it's just, I hate doing it too, because I just think it's so stressful for everyone. And I don't know. It's, Especially when it's of a different course, style. That was, when yeah. we all, that was when we always had to audition was like for the real modern stuff mm-hmm. or just like things that were not in our wheelhouse. And that felt, extra awful like if we were auditioning for a balancing ballet i would have been like let's do this but that was never how it was right (laughs) go girls yeah Yeah. like that would have been so fun i think that was what made it feel so awful always yeah but i also just feel like the auditions are you know inherently they're they're the antithesis of like what an artistic process is because you're trying to just immediately show a fully developed product you're trying to be like i can do this right and some people just do take longer over time and that's great that some people can just do it but sometimes Mm -hmm. people the people that i've had this happen as a stager where like the, the person that just like does it right away it doesn't necessarily go on from there it just kind of stops there yeah um you know that's that's it you hit the Mm -hmm. end of the road um, but some people need, yeah, some people need a, a lot of more time. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just the way it it's is. Like, but... It's like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotcha. I was like, maybe not there's about a, me. I need more time. Well, there, there's a girl that a woman in this company that just reminds me of us. She, and she, I love her. She's, um, she's a gem. She's a yeah. wonderful dancer. And she's just like, she's in ballet. She's doing one of the leads that they're all principals. Right. You know, it's all, all a nice part. Mm-hmm. And then, but like she, she is in everything else because she is the stalwart core yes. workhorse. She just like, they need her. She makes everything look good. You know, <laughs> she's going to, she's going to be in the first cast of that core every time. But then she's also really 
great dancer. And so she's going right. to get solos and principal parts and then have to be scattered, you know? So it's like, right. I can tell that her workload is crazy. Right. But then she, yesterday at the end of the rehearsal, um, the we had a rehearsal with musicians and we went through the first cast, stop and go, mm-hmm. you know, get acquainted with the ballet comfortable. And then I was like, well, why don't we just do you because you have not ever done anything. And then she did it and it was like a performance, you know, mm-hmm. everyone applauded. It was great. You know, <gasps> so, so just fun. like, I, I, yeah, I love her. And I was like, that reminds me of that was our life. When you had an opportunity, it came Go for it. like it immersed in all this other hard work. So it was like stressful in that way, but then you have mm-hmm. to just do it and she's really doing it. And then like, I'm just thinking for, you know, people who get those, that opportunity in this ballet, then to have to wait to perform it. And it just gives oh. me so much anxiety. I think they just get used to it. They're I don't so know. Used to it. Also, yeah. like, it's another thing that I thought about this before. I think uh, like mostly with city ballet, their seasons are so long and they have one home theater. I think mm-hmm. you just get comfortable. Like it's your home. Right. Like, so the theater like the anxiety of performing is reduced because you can't sustain it. You can't sustain it. You know, you're just always there. Like this is your home every day. So I think people are just less, less nervous. Yeah. Yeah. And they perform so much. That's the the Mm -hmm. beauty of it too. Well, it just sounds like you're having such a great time. So you'll be there for the premiere. Do you only get to be there for one show or? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because it's, it's on the Sunday and then the next show is a Saturday. A whole other week. Yeah. And there's no rehearsal in, but you're not going to keep me. (laughs) I wish. Free vacation. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I I, I love them. I'm obsessed with them. And it's so nice having those days where like I get to go home when I go home. And it reminds me of being a dancer when you have those days where you just have you're just like, I just had such a fun day or like or in the morning, like when you're just like, I can't wait to go to work because I know I'm going to have the best time. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, it makes me a little teary. That's so fun. I'm glad. That kind of job would give me the most anxiety. So I'm glad. (laughs) No, you would love it eventually. Well, it's just, it's just crazy. It's like the first day thing. You have to get over the first day home. It's terrifying. And then you're okay. But it's like, the first day of of the first time you said a ballet is just like, is terrifying. Yeah. And then after that, like it's usually those days are fun. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're like, I did it. And now I'm excited to go back in. Right. That makes sense. You know, that my biggest thing would be like, don't mess up anybody's name. <laughs> oh yeah. I've been messing My up biggest thing names. Oh, I was doing so well. There yeah. are identical twins here. There were wonderful dancers. They're in different right. parts, different Uh huh. And I didn't confuse them once. And it wasn't like I knew, I knew the person standing in front of me was Guillerme and not Vitor, but I just said Vitor. Oh, and I then I that. like launched into the whole thing. I was like, we grew up with identical twins and I felt so bad. <laughs> and they, I think he was like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. They were probably like, this happens all the time. It's fine. Oh no. You're like, I was so proud of myself. Oh man. Yeah. That's funny. Well, I'm so excited. I can't wait to hear what opening night is like. I'm sure that's just like the best feeling ever. Do you get nervous when you sit in the audience? No, no, because it's no. just like, you're done. Like you've done your job done. and yeah. they're going to take it. Well, then you get to enjoy it. Yeah. Because like I, you can't, because then you don't have to look at it critically anymore. Right. Yeah. You know, and the, that's, the dancers are doing such a beautiful job. I wish I could just sit there and be like, isn't that great? They're beautiful. And, you know, but it's like my job continues until the last, until the curtain mm-hmm. comes up. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. fun. Oh, good, Mikey. 
How are you? How's baby Benjamin? He's doing well. He's sleeping really well. He slept seven hours last night. Wow. I know he's done a few eight hour nights. You know, what's annoying. And I feel like this is maybe something in life in general, but whenever we talk about that with people, people are like, just wait. And it's like, why you gotta, why you gotta do me like that? Yeah. You gotta do me like that. And you know, like maybe that is true, but maybe also we can just like enjoy the moment that like right now he's super chill and he likes to sleep and he's just like a happy baby who just Uh, learned to smile. And it's like his favorite thing to do. And when he sees us, he's just like uh, this big toothless smile. And it's just so cute. And everybody's like, just wait. And then if they don't want to say, just wait for like the terrible twos or something, they're like, just wait till they're a teenager and they hate you. I'm like, okay, listen. Well, let's not jump ahead. Yet. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that's going to be like, great. Right. Maybe it's going to be amazing. Maybe you know? he is an angel for his whole life. Right. Then right. what? I mean, mm-hmm. I remember this reminds me of a conversation where a certain senior dancer was like just wait until you're doing every night you're in everything all the time and, and he, like the implication be like it's gonna be hard and you'll hate it and you know what never did Loved it. bye <laughs> maybe See, maybe <laughs> i think it's a, a something to be to be learned across any situation because it's right. just like why can't you just be like oh my gosh enjoy that how wonderful that in this moment it feels great or it, mm-hmm. you know i don't know it's just so weird don't take don't project your things onto other people yeah, maybe you're just a better mother than everyone else that <laughs> <laughs> i'm just well you know maybe but maybe, but maybe. <laughs> the thought has crossed my mind no i'm just kidding <laughs> no but it's just he's super chill and he's doing really great and we're so happy he's gaining all his weight he is i texted this to you but he's in the 94th percentile for his height so wild <laughs> which is so insane when he was born it was like denmark yeah when they're, he was born it was like 73 percent, and now two months in he's in 94th percentile and those clothes just be growing out of them it's wild yeah he'd, he'd be right at home with these viking Eyes here. They're just like I really mean, six six four is not uncommon at all. No way. That's like, just like average. Yeah, I am the shrimp of the, <laughs> like the whole nation. I feel like people are like, "What is that silly little man doing?" <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That's funny. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, Nick is six three. So. But, and I guess they were the same, Nick was the same height when he was born too, but I don't know. Mm. He's going to be, I'm glad that we live in a place where we don't need pants and shorts will be fine because <laughs> he's going to be that money. out of them. Yeah. Money. yeah. I'm just doing laundry instead of buying more clothes. Cause what's the point? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like here are your done. three onesies. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have more than that. Sometimes we go through six in a day. So, you know, <laughs> Oh wow. Yeah, the yeah, other day he went through six, and then yesterday he just went through one. So. Oh, wow. Maybe <laughs> really exciting over here. <laughs> it is exciting. It is fun. It's not, wait, how many months is he now? He's like two and a half months. Two and a half. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so he's yeah. he's doing it. Doing it. We're doing it. Yeah, you know? You are. We're proud, of, we're proud of ourselves. We've made it so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, so far, I have to like preface everything. Yeah. yeah. Be proud of ourselves for making it this far, so... Things are good. We have a lot of good COD stuff coming up. We're very excited. We about do. It. We do. It's been yeah. 
fun trying to coordinate with our time zone differences, <laughs> but we're looking to work. Poor Mikey. I know, but that's okay. But this was perfect to kind of check in this week because you have so much cool stuff going on. So it's good to hear about that. And we are in talks with many exciting things coming up. So mm-hmm. we're looking forward yeah. to that. So we hope that everyone subscribes to the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review too, if you'd like. We'd love that. Really helps the podcast, helps us grow. For those of you who are still listening till the end of this podcast. <laughs> no, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. That's a great way. And Follow us know, on social media. If you, know? you so felt the need, you know, shoot us uh, a PayPal. <laughs> you know <laughs> donation I, yeah it, it's, it, it puts um food in baby benjamin's mouth so <laughs> it is my only job right now no i have started other work again but this is the the job i love the very most right you know it's fun uh, yeah so it's good well it's good to be back on here with you becky and great to see you, Mikey. you I know too. it's been a few weeks and it's like the time change i'm like where's mikey i miss him i know yeah you were telling uh, me yesterday that everybody wakes up at like six o'clock our time or not wakes up but everyone's like texting you and emailing yeah you like six i have time. to do i do emails at midnight basically because like if i well right now i have a friend visiting me which is great mm-hmm. um but we you know he, well he came to watch the rehearsal yesterday and then we went to dinner and I don't have, you know, I didn't, I chose not to do like an international plan. Sure. Thing. Yeah. Well, Cause why? And, I was going to be and with so, internet. yeah, well, but, but a lot of places didn't have Wi-Fi. I mean, the mm. theater has Wi-Fi, but I went right from, from work to a nice dinner. And mm-hmm. then we got cocktails at a, a bougie hotel bar. And then when mm. I got home, it was 11. And then I was just like bombarded with emails and texts mm. that I needed to respond to. <laughs> I was like, ah! <laughs> Up until 1230. You know, but yeah. the, the Manhattan I had helped. Sure, keep keeps that. it up, get you going. That works. Well, I have to, I have to run to my Go to um, rehearsal. Rehearsal. Uh, it's really I love it. It's like I mean, it's old European building, so it's like mm-hmm. this one is in this studio that's big. Basically, it feels like it's in an attic. It's like a little hideaway moment. Oh. Um, and it has a beautiful view of the city, the Gulf <gasps> City. Oh my there's God. also one of the like there the there the original studios were Bourneville choreographed. There's a, a, a bust Stop. of Bourneville in it, and there's like the secret passageway. I haven't been through it yet, but like the mirror opens like Harry Harry no. Potter. You can go. I don't know where you go, but oh my gosh, do that, that and report back to us yeah. as to where you end up. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, oh my gosh, cool. so much history. I love that. Yeah. All right, Mike, uh, you have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk soon. We'll be back next week. Okay, I love okay. you, Becky. Love I'll you. See you later. Bye. Bye.